0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Town Theatre. Please welcome a man who is suddenly regretting all the things he said about Prince Andrew. It's Richard Herring. Hello, Edinburgh. It's great to be back. Thank you so much for coming along. It's Sunday. I've remembered what day it is because some of the shops are shut. Um, uh, welcome uh, to Richard Herring's Living on Scottish Tablet podcast. Uh, it's basically my diet has now become. It's sort of like a, a solid fudge thing for those of you listening at home. It's just basically sugar, but it's enough to get you through. You can live on that for uh, as long as the longest living person in Scotland, 33 years old. That is how. If you only eat that. Yes, bang, we're in. Uh, and uh, you'll just eat bikes as well. Remember that one as well. And But I was talking to. Jeremy, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, I'll start again. We can edit it out. I was talking to Jeffrey Epstein's prison guards uh, the <laughs> other day, and they, they say they listen to it, the podcast a lot, they love it, and they actually call it Rahulastapa. Um, <laughs> then they said, actually, we'd we better stop chatting and get back and see how things are getting on in the prison cell. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nothing suspicious about the Jeffrey Epstein thing at all. That seems... All above board to me, we're not living in any kind of fascist states. I mean, it's, it's hard to be sad he's dead, isn't it? But it's equally absolutely terrifying uh, that he's... Uh, if I, I have said some stuff about Prince Andrew in previous podcasts, it's, it has been bleaked out. And it's always just, just about how he is not a paedophile. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> just suddenly worried. Uh, the actual... The, the palace did come out and make an official statement saying that Prince Andrew had never been involved with underage minors which seemed a bit uh, tautologist to me. And I mean, a minor is underage, and I realise they're just covering themselves. He's never been involved with underage minors, is the, is the case. And he has as well, that's the thing with him, he's disgusting. He likes, he likes fucking the ones who have to really go up the, up the little... <laughs> and kids who work in looms, he loves that. How can we bleep that? Oh shit, it's all right. It's... Uh, anyway, good, good on uh, old Jeffrey Epstein there. What a nice guy he is. Uh, and Oh, and there's vagina news. Uh, the, if you may remember at the start of the festival, uh, the, the news had come out. It was very hot. Do you remember that when it was sunny and not just pouring down with rain? Uh, and uh, the Metro did an article saying women uh, should not be tempted to put ice lollies into their vaginas, which I know you, it must be tempting to do that. Uh, but the news today is that there's a... There's a new dangerous pra- vagina practice, which is vagina steaming. I don't know if you've seen this. Women are uh, uh, dangling their vaginas over steaming bowls of water with herbs in, which is bad for you girls because uh, it can burn your vaginas and also t- take out back- there's bacteria in there you're meant to have in there. It's a lovely thing, the vagina. Just leave it at room temperature. That's my advice. <laughs> Just room temperature. It's not hard to remember. <laughs> Till I come into the room, am I right? You know what I'm saying? And then it, yeah, yeah. Now, now we. Anyway, look, we've got to crack on because our first guest has to rush off to do her show. So, will you please welcome uh, a woman who's probably best known for being the semi-finalist in of the So You Think You're Funny competition 2006. That's why, <laughs> that's why we're all here to see how that went. Will you please welcome Isma Almas, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> welcome. Thank you up a microphone make yourself at home. Oh, they've, they've given us glasses today so it's oh got fun have nice. got fancy back here um i was surprised to see that when i saw that uh, you also won some stand-up com- competitions in 2006 i should
1: yes point
0: out but i'm, I'm deliberately a very mean person that is my <laughs> modus operandi um I was surprised, because I've only heard of you recently, I was surprised to hear that you'd been going for as long as you have, but that's kind of quite usual, I think, with stand-ups now, isn't it? It does take a long time.
1: Yeah, it does, and I've kind of had kids and a life outside of comedy, so yeah, I've yeah, just been busy. Most comedians don't have that, that yeah, is no, the Yeah, no, they thing. don't, they don't, <laughs> so yeah, so I've just been busy, yeah. and yeah, my mum's been trying to teach me how to make curries for the last 12 years, <laughs> so that's where I've been, yeah.
0: Yeah, we do We've had people on from all over the world, uh, obviously at the festival and on the podcast. I never really thought, though, that we would have someone from Bradford on. So it's it's nice to have you. It's nice to have that represented. I'm a Yorkshireman as well. Oh, are you? Where from, are you from? I was born in Pocklington, so we've got. Okay. To, we're very. Our lives are very similar, I would say. <laughs> Probably, I'm guessing our stand-up shows are almost identical. Um, <laughs> this year's show uh, is uh, called about a boy. Yes. But about a, about a boy like the. The boy in a boy,
1: B U O Y. Yeah. yeah,
0: is that is, it's not about um fishing and stuff? Though? No, it's no. not, it's not. So,
1: the show's called About a Boy Adventures in Adoption, and it's about me and my partner adopting our little boy and how, yeah, kind of it, it turned out that he's actually the one that's kind of kept me afloat. Okay, so I've, that's what oh, the show's is that,
0: about clever play on words, I like Thank it. Thank you, but,
1: but no fucker seems to get it. <laughs>
0: you need to explain that, right, yeah. at the start, just, um, just at the start. Let me the
1: clarify. <laughs>
0: and then let's see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, so, but you've got two old. you were telling me, so you've got two older kids, you've got yeah. two grown-up kids.
1: Yeah, 50, no,
0: 25. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it does go fast, I don't know, that's like it does go... Does go fast.
1: So, 25 year old and a 21 year old. Yeah, yeah. and then um, a little boy.
0: Wow. Why? Why would you start? I mean, I've just I'm covered in chocolate from my. T- yeah, I Put a nice yeah. shirt on today. Went out for breakfast and my son has covered me in chocolate.
1: No, do know what? I think it was a midlife crisis. Yeah. I think it was like, oh, what am I going to do for the next kind of 10, 15 years? I know, I'll have another kid. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it was.
0: And so, um, I, I mean, you've done in the past. You did. You, you're a Muslim. Yeah. And so you've done shows about... Did you do a show called uh, <laughs> is my Alma's B- Bombs? Was that the show? I thought it was, was going to be... I thought it was a review of the show. I thought, that's... I mean, that is a, that's, that's a risky review. I, I, me.
1: Well, I did. That's partly why I called it that. Because yeah. I thought, well, if it's shit, nobody can kind of get me into, you
0: know... <laughs> if it's really what, shit, you can <laughs> blow everyone up. <laughs> That'll teach them. The old double bluff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come to my show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you're not, I mean, you're not a. You were saying backstage as well that Muslim people are coming to your show and you have to give a slight warning to them that it's not. Yeah, because
1: people are coming, Muslim people have had kind of last week coming to the show and they're expecting to see a nice, respectable Muslim sister talk about the virtues of adoption. And instead they're getting me talking about my fanny.
0: Which is good, which yeah. is, and it'll probably yeah. be good for them as well. Yeah. Uh, don't put it over boiling water. that's uh, so, so, Or any, any freezing, just room temperature. Just keep it. Just keep it as God intended. Um, <laughs> or Allah intended. Sorry. Whichever. I mean, Nick, he is God. Um, <laughs> and, and so, well, yeah. Then uh, my, my, Katie, with my wife, you've been on uh, Drunk Women Solving yeah. Crime. Uh, and she was saying that you were, you got some had some still have some interesting attitudes from promoters who I thought would be kind of over this by now and, and sort of yes. reborn. you've had promoters who. <coughs>
1: yeah, I've put this in my show actually because yeah. um, when when I first started doing comedy, I was talking about kind of being um, uh, like Asian, Muslim, and gay, and a comedy promoter told me to stop it, <laughs> and said it's too much. <laughs> And make your mind up. <laughs> pick one and stick to it.
0: I mean, you can't you can't do much about the Asian bit, really. I mean, there's well, If you're going to pick one,
1: well, well, I, I actually did White pick up. one. I went for the gay option because yeah. it's a bit more fun than being doc Tragedy had. Okay.
0: So <laughs> um, is that is that still a problem? You know, is it still, I was, there was there was an article in the Guardian uh, about BAME people up in Edinburgh feeling they're still being. Uh, Prejudice against we even with in the industry is that still?
1: I think there is still an element of that if the, if they've got one Muslim you know, then, then that's, that's the box ticked. That's it, yeah. we don't need anymore. If we've got one black woman, that's that box ticked, we're all right, you yeah. know, if we've got one. So I think there is an element of that. Um, and I think as well, the, the other flip side to that is when you're asked to do something, it's always, am I being asked to do this because I'm ticking a box, or yeah. is it because they genuinely think I'm good at what I do? Yeah, it was the box this time. <laughs> <laughs> it was the three, box, three boxes.
0: Thank God I've got the heterosexual Tony Slattery on next, just to even things up. I've struggled to find any white heterosexual men. I'm the only one left. And I'm thinking of turning, after I've seen you. I'm thinking of turning Asian. That's what I'm thinking of doing. No, but it's just seen that generally, uh, you know, choosing, getting the guests for this, I haven't really been making a conscious decision about anyone. I've been choosing the people I've I've seen or I've heard great things about, and I have heard great things about your show. Uh, And um, and it's really been interesting how many, uh, you know, how many women, particularly there are up here this year, doing fantastic shows. It feels like more new women or newer women than new men, or certainly doing the interesting shows anyway, which is a, a massive step. It's taken a long time.
1: It has, and I think it's because we're smashing the patriarchy now. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all it, Yeah, no, I, th- I think um, it's interesting because I think when you see other women do, do stand-up and see other women do things that you want to do, you kind of think, wow, actually, there, there is a place for me as well, and I can go and yeah. do this, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, well, it's, you know, hopefully, hopefully things are changing. It j- it's sort of j- I mean, I'm not surprised from uh, the, the public, you know, like in, in yeah. the public point of view, because we've seen uh, how things have certainly the last two or three years, have gone in a, in a bit of a dark direction. But it's really surprising when you hear about promoters. And I know who the promoter is, because uh, yes. my wife told me, I'm not going to say who it is, but I know. I'm uh, even treb- I'm trebly surprised. <laughs> Although I've heard terrible things about that person. Uh, so, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, did do, do, do you... Um, Sorry. I'll do an emergency question in a second. Um, and did you, did, you, did, you, did you do a, a set in a, in a burka? Did you used to come on in the yes, burka? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. 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 And how, how did people respond to that? Loved it.
1: Yeah. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> and um, one time I did this sketch, and it was actually me dressed in a Union Jack burka. Right. Outside <laughs> Buckingham Palace. And I've never seen police move so fast. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's confusing, isn't it? Because, I mean, you could be a white nationalist and Islam at the same time. That's got me the most dangerous. I love Britain and I'm a Muslim and I don't know who I want to blow up now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's sort of interesting that that Islamophobia is still existing when it seems like now 90% of terrorist atrocities are are carried out by white men.
1: Let me tell you, you know, when... um I was adopting my boy right so you go before a panel of about um 10 professionals at the end of this assessment the end of this adoption assessment that takes about six months and they interview you and then they can ask you what they like so my partner who's white got asked if she was looking forward to being um a parent because she doesn't have any biological kids when it was my turn to be ask the questions they asked me if i had any plans to join isis <laughs> I mean, probably
0: if you did, you'd say no anyway, wouldn't you? I mean, it's not, it's not. No. no. I'm not going to join them. I'm just going to work independently, supporting yeah. their basic yeah. aims. Freelance. I don't like to be part of an yeah. organisation. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, well, I don't, I don't know. Is it, do you think things have got worse within this country, or is it, are we going to escape this, or are we sliding down a plug hole to I think disaster. things have got worse,
1: but not just for Muslims. I think for everybody. Yeah. You know, I think it's across the board. I think we're going backwards in lots of ways.
0: Yeah. And uh, is there any way forward and out of this? Do we have to go down in order to go back up again, or do you think...?
1: Oh, I don't know. It's because
0: so every, it, everything's getting so divided. and.
1: I think something really bad is going to happen, and yeah. then we're going to rise up. I think that's do what's going to so? happen. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, Boris Johnson's already the Prime Minister. <laughs> 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 no. No one seems to care. Uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you some emergency questions, uh, just to move away from that. I uh, hope they don't all turn out to be about Muslims. Uh, 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 my, uh, right. What is the most expensive thing you've ever had eaten by a pet?
1: I've never had a pet. No, pet. Asians don't do animals. Do they not? No, we just do kids.
0: <laughs> What's the most expensive thing you've ever had eaten by a kid?
1: Oh, a Chanel lipstick. Oh. right. Ah. <laughs> I was gutted.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I used to. I loved, uh, Yeah, I used to like um, you putting my mum's lipstick on and becoming a clown when I was four. Oh, okay. She was quite. I remember her being annoyed about that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it was all. It was in the blood. Just had to, <laughs> had to put on a clown makeup. Um, have you ever milked an animal? A goat. Yeah. Have you ever milked a human? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm not. Have you ever? I, I milked a have
0: goat. I milked a goat. I haven't milked a human. I, I um I think I've I might have just given my wife's breast a little squeeze when it was when it was <laughs> <laughs> when she was lactating. And, and that's the only time. <laughs> um, but I milked a I milked a goat. I used to do a sketch about drinking all different animals' milks uh, on TV. Okay. And at the opening titles that had to milk a, a goat.
1: It's quite technical, isn't yeah, it? Because yeah, you I have to, to kind of squeeze and pull at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's quite... And squirted
0: it out, and then I, 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 I drank it straight from the... Well, off my hand, not straight from the tea. I'm not sick. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done if I hadn't been being filmed. Um, <laughs> um, uh, what's, this is an emergency question for kids, but I think you might like this. What is the best thing you've ever bounced on? Pass. <laughs> I, b- I bouncy castle. I wasn't allowed to go on bouncy castles when I was a kid, and, and so I only did it as an adult. I really I envy my children for the freedom they're given these days. Because there's, there's,
1: I'm not saying anything, but there is a weight limit, isn't there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've been allowed on sometimes. We've got a trampoline in our garden in my Edinburgh accommodation. It's very, oh. it's very good. Oh, fun. is
1: it one of those that's in the ground? Mm-hmm. No, it's it's, it's, it's above, above, above the ground. Okay, yeah. okay. No. okay.
0: Very nice. My wife wants to get one for, for our house. I don't want to because we've got a very small garden. It would be just all trampol- trampoline. <laughs> Pretty good for you though. You know, just, just trying to sort out my domestic issues. Uh, so <laughs> where is your show on? Let's get that out of the way okay, before I forget. So
1: my show is on at the Gilded Balloon, Teviot Building, and it's at 2.45pm.
0: Okay, so that's quite soon, so you would yes. have to, get, have to yes. get ready. Is it selling out?
1: It sold out yesterday. Well, oh, yeah, good. Ooh, yeah.
0: Great reviews, I've seen very good reviews.
1: Yeah, m- yeah, one fucker, <laughs>
2: one fucker... One fucker.
1: One uh, fucker described me as mumsy, oh. and I was a bit offended, because I thought they don't describe the men as, as dadsy. Yeah. And as <laughs> as my daughter pointed out, she said, Mum, the whole show is about you being a mum. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, it's, it is weird with that. It's, and the, the weird... They do sort of stick... Someone tweeted... Like, someone at tweeted me about this show and said, and they didn't, they didn't like the show yesterday, and they said I was lazy, and that got to me. Because <laughs> I'm doing 21 different shows in this Edinburgh, and I'm, it's, I'm working very hard on this. So if I find that guy, I'm gonna hunt him down.
1: I'm sure and Box and, and Office will probably have his details, yeah. I've got his name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, I've got yeah. his twins.
0: Yeah. I don't mind him not liking it. It's not my fault. It's the guests, isn't it? If they're shit, that's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but it's my fault for choosing them, but you know box ticking and it's um <laughs> <laughs> do you think men can be funny do you think, do you think it's possible for men oh, to be funny? i don't
1: know i think sometimes i think they can but they have to you know work really hard at it yeah, yeah. And, and i think sometimes when they're trying to be funny it does kind of interfere with some of their other duties
0: yes <laughs> um. What did you work before? As a, in a forensic unit for for kids with? Was it for people with mental health issues? Is that is yeah? That
1: so it's people. I have worked in a forensic unit yeah. with um, people that have got mental health problems that have committed significant and serious crimes. Wow. I mean yeah. that is so like did, murder.
0: Yeah. So how did you get from that to comedy? Was it just you wanted to <laughs> natural progression? Yeah. Bless. I mean you yeah. yeah. I mean, find some people worse than this to work with. <laughs> <laughs> I know comedians. I know we'll go and hang out with some real psychopaths. Uh, Do you spot anything? Uh, There's some comedians I see, and I think, yeah, they're they're. You know, if the time's right, there there may be a trail of bodies (laughs) left behind by that. It'd be quite a good profession to be a serial killer in, I think, uh, as a stand-up comedian, travelling around. Yeah, you would.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure you'd get a lot of business from like you know. Other comedians as yeah. well, you know.
0: Well, you could do each other's hecklers, couldn't you? That's if you. It could be like the, the strangers I, on a train thing. Well, I, 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 I get. You could go and kill the guy who tweeted from me yesterday, and I go and kill that reviewer. Re- reviewer. And yeah. No one, put, no one will put two and two together. No, no, uh, no, no. Unless no. they listen to this podcast. <laughs> In which case, we've sort of blown it, but I think we should still give it a go. Yeah.
1: I, th- I think. So, why, why
0: did you... Was comedy something you always wanted to do or was... Do you know
1: what it was? I went to um, a stand-up comedy night and I saw the comedians on stage and I thought, oh, my God, I want to have a turn at that. Yeah. And then I tracked down... Because this was before the internet. So, I tracked down... Well, there was internet, I just didn't know how to use it. Um, <laughs> So I, I phoned kind of the venue, found out who the promoter was, got his phone number, rang him and he said, oh come along next month and do five minutes and um, I did yeah. and just loved it Yeah,
0: and, th- I and just,
1: just stayed at it.
0: And so were you still working uh, in, in, alongside doing stand-up or? Not so much, no,
1: no, no. so um, not really. No. So I'm just kind of working on the show and comedy yeah. at the moment. Terrific.
0: Um and are there any plans to tour the show for people at home or you
1: Not at the moment. I don't have I'm just kind of just at the moment just taking it a day at a time. I'm <laughs> not, you know, I don't really give a shit about a comedy career or anything <laughs> like that. I'm just kind of doing my show, having fun and just seeing what happens. And
0: it sounds like there's a book in in all of this though, in all of these shows that you'll be very surprised if you don't get a book deal. Yeah. You should look into
1: I that. think I think um I'm too lazy to write a book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think, I don't know if I could do it. I think I quite like kind of not having pressure um, and... I hate it when anything starts to feel like work. So okay. sometimes comedy does start to feel like work, and it's like, ah, okay, I kind of wanted to do it because yeah. I want to enjoy it. And um,
0: yeah. You want to work for 20 minutes a day. That's exactly it. it. That's yeah, yeah. That's why that's an old school reason for becoming a comedian. That's why we became comedians in the uh, 1980s. I just want to work for 20 minutes at night and then get drunk. That's it. <laughs> that seems like a good job. Uh, I know you got to rush, rush yep. off to your show. So uh, thank you very much for coming thank in, you. ladies and gentlemen. Give a massive applause. It's my alma, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Wonderful, great. Right, I will just say, uh, after the show, um, I will be in the the atrium outside, just in the exit as you go out. Uh, I know if you've got a program at the beginning, as you may know, that's a free thing I give out at all my shows, but I do make a collection for Scope at the end of the show. There'll be buckets. Hopefully someone holding a bucket, but there'll be buckets on my table. If you would like to give a donation to Scope by those buckets, <coughs> that'd be lovely. Or you can text uh, your donation. Uh, if you look in the programs, there's uh, there's uh, a number to text if you want to give some money. Um, and it's going to Scope, which is this fantastic uh, charity I've been working with for many years. Now, i am also be uh, signing and selling books. I'm happy to sign your programs. You don't have to buy anything. If you would like to buy either of my emergency questions books, uh, the brand new 1001 Questions, Hard Back or the handy uh, small version, 500 different questions mainly, uh, and there's some stickers as well. So, uh, and I believe my next guest will also be out there uh, with some merchandise and some things to sign. So come and say hello to him as well. And thank you very much for coming along. Do spread the news about the show. If you've enjoyed it, there's still 12 more to go. How can they be that? How can there be 12 more? Liam's been to all of them. How are you, how are you finding it, Liam? Oh, good. That's thank God you're enjoying it. We all of you bought all the tickets and just thought, I've got to go and see it, but I'm I'm hating every second of it. It's it's good. You're having having a holiday. This is your holiday. All right, so um, my guest, my second guest today is probably best known as the voice of the dispensing machine in Red Dwarf in one episode. (laughs) And that's not all, though. He was also Mr. French in Dodger Bodger and the rest, which, uh, yeah, who remembers that show? (laughs) <laughs> Will you please welcome the amazing Tony Slattery, ladies and gentlemen. He's almost gone down already. He's made it. Welcome, Tony. Okay. Sit on your throne where you belong.
2: Thank you. How
0: are you doing, Tony? <coughs> really bad.
2: <laughs> no, I'm fine. Are you, you
0: okay? You, you, you've been doing some Who's Line Is It Anyway so far, but your show starts... This week, is that right? Yeah, no,
2: I came up and did, uh, um, you know, if anyone here remembers Whose Line Is It Anyway, uh, and uh, that was a silly show, and uh, I get a really lovely round of applause uh, when I come on stage, because people are thinking... Oh, he's not dead. <laughs> he could walk unaided. He's not being stretched on. So, uh, But they have fond memories of it. So I've yes. done that, but I'm doing another you show. doing another
0: show as well coming up this week. Slattery will get you nowhere.
2: That's right. Not my title.
0: <laughs> it's a good title, though. No, it's a crap title. <laughs> uh, people will remember it, and that's all that's needed. And that is you just chatting about your life.
2: Yeah, it's basically um, uh, me and uh, the um, uh, someone who is uh, widely regarded as a, a very good uh, comedy historian. He knows a lot, and uh, it's just going to be a no holds barred uh, Q and A with the audience and everything. And so it will be fun, although it might go quite dark, <laughs> as it has done now. <laughs> With my stare, which I've used in all the three films I've been in, in my life.
0: Yeah. So we we, we talk, well, I mean, I think people may have seen um, the Guardian article that came out this year, which oh was, yeah, which was a lovely um, p- positive thing, but but also went into some depth about what's happened because obviously you started off. Um, well, let's, well, let's let's start. You started off as a as a working class lad from Ireland, and you got to Cambridge University through being... Yes, you skipped quite a long way S- yeah, there. there is... Because
2: uh, one interview yeah. once said to me, and uh, I think it was ironic, so let's start from the beginning, <laughs> Tony. What was it like in the womb? <laughs> and I was so startled by this, then it went dark. I said, well, I remember it being warm, and there was someone else. And it turned out to be my twin sister who didn't survive. Uh, see, happy times. <laughs> happy times. Yeah. Uh, uh, her name was Mary, and uh, and because uh, my mum had taken a drug called uh, many people know called thalidomide, which was a wonderful meant to be a wonder drug at the time. But, okay, skipping on from that. Yes, yeah. I uh, mean, and then there was some this uh, unpleasant. Is comedy.
0: There was some unpleasant stuff happening in your childhood as well, which we might Oh, to there add, was. Oh, there
2: was. But it started with Catholic nuns and Jesuit priests and all that. And I remember it started at, uh, I think it was about eight. And uh, even then I had a kind of reasonable linguistic uh, comp- uh, competence. Uh, and I think that's because of my Gaelic uh, Celtic uh background because the uh, history of storytelling and things like that i remember not uh yes yeah, so I was so a jesus catholic primary school and we all had each day to uh, start up and say the lord's prayer and i just got it wrong one day and um yeah, uh, instead of saying um our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name i said our father who art in heaven how are you by the way <laughs> <laughs> which I think is actually a sweeter version. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she came out and gave me the hugest whack yeah. round the face, uh, and this was eight. And I didn't want to retaliate physically, but because I had a certain linguistic ability, I'm really sure, because of my upbringing, the bilingual, b- b- Gaelic and Irish, I said, don't assault me, you deliberately barren cow. <laughs> <laughs> But then I was sent to see uh, the headmaster, yeah. uh, who was uh, on secondment from the Vatican. <laughs> he was, uh, you think I'm making some as not, who caned me and did other things, which are not appropriate for this. Uh, but um, but I punched him. Right. So comedy time.
0: <laughs> well, but so you no, know, but your life has been a life has been a life of struggle, and you're uh, clearly oh, a very no, that's all, well, original. a little bit, and uh, but and you're clearly a very intelligent person and you you rose from that background to go to cambridge which a lot of people think everyone at cambridge is privately educated and posh, And you you got there through being clever and getting scholarships. well yeah but, but,
2: but first i was uh, what i was interested in uh, was uh, sport and um uh, I, I was okay at rugby but i was particularly good at uh, judo and i got a black belt and at 15 uh, uh, I represented England against the Netherlands, in Rotterdam, we were crap, we uh, were beaten, um, I was banned from, because I was using an illegal throw, I didn't, I just broke too many ribs, I didn't want to cause hurt, it was just uh, which is uh, uh, a, a uh, 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 a combo between uh, I can no, I won't do I won't do that. Okay, <laughs> so, uh, I'll stand up there. Okay, uh, so how uh, a is uh, something conny, it's called uh, an outer sweeping throw, so uh, bang like that. But uh, a mega conny, uh, we'll just come over on. Uh, radio and yes, yeah, imagine, well, you're doing me. you imagine listening very well. But a macro is where you pull them in and you get your armpit there and you get it round. And you, if you do them both together, you just ooze, use all your weight to just throw them into the air and land on top of them. Then you get a hip hop, but you also break their ribs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I was banned and <laughs> Uh, but then I got more interested in languages.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's right. And so, I mean, and so, <laughs> 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 luckily. Um. But you were in this golden period of you got into Cambridge Footlights and you and you were the first winners of the Perrier Award. Oh, along that's with right! Oh, and
2: you know what we got? What? Well, you, but surely you won the Perrier Award.
0: I've never right? been even nominated for the. Oh, well, award. you yeah, but you put won loads of things. <laughs> I think. No, oh, the, it
2: was it was called the Perrier Award then, and I um, was lucky enough to fall in with mm, the Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie and Emma Thompson. I don't know what's happened to them, I wish them the, <laughs> yeah, the best of the best good luck in their careers. Um, and yeah, and what we got, you know, and then it became the, I think it was the Fosters Award, it's called all sorts of things now and now it's a, it's a direct trip to uh, uh, Channel 4 and television. oh what did we get? <laughs> A case of fucking Perry. <laughs> that's what we got. Sorry, I don't like swearing.
0: It's, it's fine. We don't mind.
2: That's okay because none like of people, us swearer cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But it was a.
0: No, it, it, that's an amazing start, Jerry. Because this, the, this. Show was uh, w- transferred to the West End, didn't it? It was certainly on. T- there was a TV version well, of it. Well, when you say West End, yeah, it
2: didn't really. Okay. Uh, what happened was it was filmed by the BBC and it's still available on whatever technology there is. It was called the tapes and it still stands up. And it was mainly written by Hugh and Stephen, and uh, it's still funny and it's quite nostalgic. Yeah. Uh, no, it transferred to a former mortuary in Hampstead, which was called, perhaps still is, the New End oh, yes, Theatre, yes. capacity 60. <laughs> and um, and we didn't get paid any money, uh, but then I had another year to do at Cambridge, and they went off to uh, Australia and became famous, and I became just wretched, miserable, and self-loathing. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you had a, a very successful career, and you were, I mean, the, the, you were ubiquitous on TV in the and That's the word that was offered. <laughs> it in was.
2: Yeah, so there was a cartoon in Private Eye, which was about my answer phone, which said, Hello, Tony here. Yes, I'll do it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> which. Which is probably, yes, it was, of course it was satirical, but it was true, I was bored into money, I didn't know what to do with money, so I spent on stupid things, and I did some good things with it, uh, but yeah, but I did, I did lots of stuff. And, and because I did lots of stuff, not all, I was on once interviewed by um, the genius that uh, is John Humphreys on the Today programme, and he started straight, because gosh, he can be, as we all know, if we listen to John Humphreys on today, he, he can be, he, he just cut straight to the point. Tony was the program was called On the Ropes, and he was interviewing politicians. He'd been found upside down with dead cows in <laughs> ditches and that kind of thing. And now, uh, so-called comedian Tony Snattery, a lot of stuff you've done, Tony, has not let's face it. He didn't even say it. Let's face it, it has not been of the highest quality, and I'm sorry to insult you. And I said, you're not insulting me. You're just stating a fact. And because I didn't bullshit him with that answer he just said well we entertain some people I suppose <laughs> I know so too and because uh, I wasn't bullshitting I wrong-footed him and yeah. then the interview was just really honest and straightforward which is like the way I'm talking do you know yeah. there's, there's no point in doing an interview if you're not honest but, uh, but to come back to your point you attention about um, um, uh, doing too much work Or or just just not having a holiday and not taking time to relax and cherish the people you love. If you just work, work, work and then money, money, money and you don't know what to do with your money and you waste your money and you give it away and you're scammed by people, accountants and agents. One one accountant's still in jail Uh, and uh, uh, um, um, uh, he he, he took a lot of money from me And on being serious uh, and uh, uh, he's in jail because one of the people... Uh, who he also scouted, who had far more money than um, uh, I did, committed suicide after after because he lost his family, he lost his house, so that that's that's pretty uh, dark. Um, but uh, to go on to a lighter note, the work, 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 right? Okay, I think I can pinpoint psychologically and psychiatrically the moment when things started to go pear-shaped. I was doing six episodes a day for two months of the game Trivial Pursuit Uh, and it was on the check I'm sure you can look it up and uh, I think it's on YouTube or whatever that's called and it was it was okay maybe for the first 36 episodes when you say so John welcome 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 very much to you Uh, it says here on my card you're an accountant Well done. Anything? um, (laughs) uh, And uh, well, welcome to the show, Jane. It says here you're a landscape gardener. Any interesting stories about that? Really?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show. But okay.
2: But eventually it got to so. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Trivial Pursuits. Pizza. It says here I can't be bothered to read. All right. Do, uh, just a question now: Have you ever been involved in a major civil disturbance? <laughs> Answer me. <laughs> Where was the first bratwurst produced? Hungary. <laughs> it says here. I don't care. Well done. And also, <laughs> I was contractually obliged because it's a very strictly controlled thing. True, it was you because it's a, a brand. Yeah. There was always a time, and a dis- I'm, I'm quite proud of myself because all- there was always some point, because, you know, it's about slices and, uh, you know, cheeses and things yeah. in there, whole and there always came a point, maybe in one in every ten shows, pink. Okay, Patricia, this is for entertainment. Ah, now that's interesting. Um, uh, you get this right and I can fill in your pink slice. <laughs> Put your show. Who won't yeah. And that happens to be true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but, yeah.
0: It's difficult, isn't it? Because I, I, I think more than anyone, or as much as anyone, you show this, how kind of cruel the, the business is, right? While you're young and you're hot and everything's going well, everyone wants to be your friend and everyone wants to work with you. And then if things go wrong, and things went wrong for you for lots of different reasons, and yep. some of it's down to you and some of it's not down to That's you, I think right. it's fair to say. Um, and then you, you're sort of just tossed aside for the next person that comes along, and that, that sort of seems the most unfair thing, that you were working solidly for 13 years. You feel you've got... I mean, I understand that you feel you've got to take the work because when's the next job coming from, Also, just... Exactly. You know, and, and then when it goes wrong, you know, some people have stuck with you, but, but your friends sort of drifted away from
2: you. Yeah, you know? and, 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 and uh, that's, not, that's not really to blame them, although... I do. <laughs> no, it's just a, you know. It's just when when push comes to shove in any part of life, you'd know who your real friends are. And yeah, the 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 paradox of the oxymoron, or whatever you want to call it, there is. Uh, if you come very, uh, if if, if you are absorbed in interiority and you develop. Uh, 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 depression and uh, you get into uh, drugs and too much booze to cope with the depression and then you're diagnosed with, with that took a long time with bipolarity uh, there's there's I- I- even your good friends can only help you so much because if you don't answer the door but the 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 dark side of that is when the money runs out it's really strange how the phone stops ringing <laughs> mm. yeah
0: but it's it's I mean, you were... Sorry, was that a good sound thing? Yeah, yeah mm. it was. You were blowing a lot of money. It says on Wikipedia, £4,000 a week on cocaine. And I've heard you say it was more than that in another interview. Is that, is that fair? Was it £4,000 a month? I think...
2: I, I, I can't. Right. The honest answer to that is... I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so they may well have made yeah. that up. Or just guessed. But it wouldn't have surprised me. And yeah. also... Oh, for any impressionable people listening, Oh, oh no! So I, I was thinking, Kane because uh, you know I was doing this work. So you're kind of really all excited, and all the adrenaline, and all the serotonin, and noradrenaline, and uh, and the uh, synapses are sparking, and all things I don't really understand, but I've read about in psychiatric manuals. And then you think, how, do, how do, what, what do you do? I just spoke to Victoria Wood once when we were going on to to, to I, I was going on to present an award to one of my heroes, Ken Dodd, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she was just going to do a set, and uh, we were just about to go on. Well, of course, it was Ken Dodd, so eight hours into his set, <laughs> Victoria and I were just talking. And I was talking about, and, and I asked, I said, I'm, I'm taking lots of cocaine, Victoria. Uh, Why are the good people taken from us?" genius of Victoria? She said, oh, I think it's people just w- want, to, <coughs> want to go with the buzz of what they got from the audience in the first place. Uh, but then, in a rare moment of clarity, <clears throat> I think it was about 19 years ago, I um, sent a sample of what I was being given, or uh, by my dealer, to a uh, private toxicologist, and uh, I got the results back. And um, I <clears throat> and the results were, uh, Miss mm, Lattery, please sit down. You uh, okay? I'm going to come right out with it. This thing you're taking is shit. And my reply was, it's funny, I can't remember what I did yesterday, uh, because memory's a bit shot. I can remember verbatim conversations from 40 years ago. I said, I thought shit was street slang for heroin. (laughs) I've never taken heroin. He said, no, 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 it's shit. There's rat feces, human feces, cut glass, sodium bicarbonate. You are being fleeced big time. And the only good thing, about the fact that it's mostly shit is that you still have a nose <laughs> because the uh, anaesthetic effects of uh, cocaine uh, has not dissolved your septum your nasal septum and I, I you know I was so embarrassed and all I could think of replying was mind you then again I was snorting it so quickly it did not have time to touch the sides did it <laughs> did it Talking to the head of the Royal College of Psychiatry, <laughs> and he said, "Yes, a lot of people try and find humour in very bad situations." So
0: yeah, but is is that is that whole?
2: <sighs> sorry. I mean, is that? I'm sorry if I I'm is sorry that sorry if that I've thing brought everything down. But I just
0: don't got, think there's. We've got to talk about We've got to talk about it. I think, okay. Tony, and it's not. You know, it's it's interesting because you. And you see it in lots of different ways. And some people it's drugs, and some people it's sex, and some people it's power. Yes. And it, you get in a position where, you know, you're making money for other people. You know, if they're stealing it from you, or if even, Indeed. you know, they're just doing it legally from you. All those people are making money from you. You, were, They were giving you money. They didn't care that you were going off and spending your money on however you were spending it. You're that yes. kind of king. And, of, uh, and then when it all goes wrong for you, then they'll all, all disappear. And that's just... It's... I mean, it's... It, just what the business is, you can sort of understand it. I can understand that you must have been a bit of a nightmare to be around if you were if you were having that kind of breakdown. I disagree. I was always gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> no, of but, course, but uh, of course, uh, yeah. no, but oh, but
2: I'm sure, of course, I was. It was kind of the the, the, the mania and the hypermania. You could be very uh, and the thing about especially. Um, um, CNS stimulants, central nervous system stimulants, whatever they are, uh, can make you feel, oh, I'm the most interesting person in the room. And you could be garrulous to the point of uh, uninterruptibility. Uh, but also, what the, 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 uh, one psychiatrist told me the strange thing be, I used to mostly take it on my own, uh, no one else around, with the teleon parts, not tuned to any channel, just white noise. Just me, often for hours, often for days. And the mm, when I told one psychiatrist about this, uh, it was the same one who had this terribly dry sense of humour, which they're not meant to have, but but he was very funny. And he's you know he's top dog now. When I get involved, he said, "So after the third M.S.E. mental state examination, she said, right, Tony, um, I've discussed with my colleagues.'" And um, mm, there's a complicated one, this. Uh, Well, uh, obviously, any kind of uh, um, psychopathology is um, um, complicated. But the thing is, you're fucking mad. (laughs) (laughs) And that that was a wake-up call.
0: Yeah. (laughs) but you didn't know you were bipolar doing all this stuff on top that. of being bipolar is you know and on top of being a performer it's exactly the same you know you're right that a lot of performers carry on trying to carry the high of performance on and you were you know you were such a and you are still such a talented oh, performer geez. and you know but your the way your brain works and the way people have seen especially in the the improv stuff is you know it's that fizzing right it's exactly that it, it's it's this in, incredible inventive brain and and so you know all this stuff's going to Affect you? You're, you're also, you know, keeping your sexuality a secret from your family who wouldn't have approved. Well, they might have known. Oh, I, th- I think they guessed. Yeah.
2: But my mum and dad, my uh, who are passed now, were of a uh, uh, generation um, <laughs> uh, who, um, and also, let's not forget. Uh, what a terrible thing to say. Let's not forget when I haven't even told you what I'm trying to remember. <laughs> That's lexically really bad. Yeah. Well, if you've forgotten, then it's if you Logically, <laughs> no, 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 let, let me not forget to tell you. <laughs> okay. I ask myself now to tell you, <laughs> is what I'm going to tell you. Okay, good. Because so, no, mum and dad, right, there, uh, sort of uh, Irish immigrants. Uh, you know, came over after the war, and don't forget, uh, 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 this was a time when they, you know, tried to, uh, they, they came from the, the complete, um, <coughs> West Westwood, and uh, County Clare, and uh, very, very rural. They were still doing the turf and everything. It came to London. And this was a time when, you know, if immigrants came over, mm, uh, uh, mum, to- mum told us, uh, quite early on, there used to be signs on, you know, the cheapest places they could find. And it used to say, no wogs, no Irish, well-behaved dogs accepted. Now that is... Shocking, even now. Yeah. But that's what they had to. Uh, so uh, they give me. A, so as as for my sexuality, I mean, I experimented uh, 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 a bit in, in a very kind of fumbling, uh, not terribly pornographic way. I, I, don't know, I, I tried, I tried watching porn a couple of times, but I just got a, a, a stiff, no, no, as a, <laughs> a stiff neck, as I thought. How the fuck did you do that? What's the point of that? Why are, you, why are you moaning? Nothing's happened yet. Anyway, that's porn. <laughs> uh, so I've never, I've, never, I've never done porn, never been invited. But, you know, and, uh, course, I haven't are got you agents. available? Are you available? I don't, know, I don't know. There's a market for everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but so I'm sure mum and dad's. Uh, 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 guest, but it wasn't kind of talk. Well, you
0: didn't to come me. out in public until relatively recently, really. You, you, you well, no, it, 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 I, really I, I've never wasn't made a secret of it. Like,
2: it. It's it's just that whenever I was interviewed, I, I, uh, the natural. I've never been ashamed uh, of the fact that uh, I knew precisely at one point. Right, I know. And it happened with my partner, with whom I've uh, been with now for thirty-one years. His name is Mark. Hutchinson, and uh, we met him when I was in a musical called Me and My Girl in the West End for uh, a year, and uh, we were very shy, and we didn't speak to each other for um, 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 about six months until, and I know this is Barbara Cartland, until a moment when our eyes just locked a bit too long (laughs) in the lift. And I know that sounds greasy, but it still wants to make me cry, and that's when. Um, you know, I knew this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. That's it. And before that, you know, I was never really very sexual. There, was, there, were, there were crushes and there were fumblings and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: uh, it's, it's great. And are and it's, it's, uh, things turning round now? I mean, it's, it's, you seem to be... No, like... I'm still gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Career-wise, in your career, <laughs> um, it seems like you're. I mean, I, I saw you in, in, being interviewed in Bristol in January, and um, by Robert, and it's. Yep. Uh, you know, even since then, you seem to. You, you seem even more together than than you were back then? Do you feel like you're you're finding your way back and I think doing so. these shows think
2: Yeah. I do think so I think the, the run in his line has given me some confidence and uh the laughs were there and even though I made a joke. Yes, and it was um, it wasn't Lost Art you. But also, but then you have to make people yeah. laugh, well, don't it's you? It's not you, you a show you it's
0: not a show you can do you can't you can't get carried in that show in, in No, right. you can't.
2: No, you can't. No. So and uh, and then the chat show I'm very much looking forward to do with Robert. Also, I'm gonna say this here, and I don't care whether it embarrasses you. One of the strangest programs I've ever seen was um, Leon uh, uh All those years. When, how long ago did you? Oh, sorry, it's a long time going. ago. Oh, twenty twenty. I
0: think we finished twenty years ago. But so. Jesus, it was so <laughs>
2: strange, and and I loved it. It was real, I just really loved it. But things seem to be turning around. I'd still like an agent. I'd still like to do uh, work, um, and 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 this time enjoy and try not to d- make an effort to remember the people I love, to cherish them, and to not uh, be tempted to go off the rails. I still drink more than my... Well, the is about drinking is that all the... You know, the government guidelines, the units seem to change every week. So, so I think, I, I'm sorry, I'm not taking your advice. One week... <laughs> No, no, you're meant to be head of um, the National Health Service. You said 2.5 units last week, and now it's 3.5. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll have a bottle of vodka. <laughs> your advice is don't. no, it's, it's, be- it's getting better, and yeah. I hope more work comes in, because I do enjoy it. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I didn't take any cocaines and I haven't worked since the 1990s either, so, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wish I'd had £2,000 worth. <laughs> or, whatever, or
1: whatever about it <laughs>
0: Whatever Whatever it I was. Yeah. I can't remember exactly how many games I've had or in my life. Oh, didn't we
2: nearly go rowing? We did, yeah.
0: We, we, I, was, I was in the show, and you were, you were going to be in the show, the, the other boat race it was called, and there was a Cambridge versus Oxford crew. That's right. And you turned up on the first day, and then they said you weren't allowed to row.
2: Is that right? No, I don't know. I, I think that's a lie. Okay. <laughs> That's not what they said at all. It's just everyone else had had to have a medical beforehand. But because I was unusually working, I uh, could have uh, the medical after the first day. Right. And I had the medical and uh, everything was fine except when uh, uh, they asked me about my once I had something called a micro discotomy, which was for back pain, they take one of the uh, vertebrae away, and uh, and they couldn't sign me off because right. of that. Okay. And so it w- I was really looking forward to it. Who won, by the way?
0: We Oxford won, of course, my, my crew. We, against all the odds, we were a t- crew of dwarves, basically. <laughs> <laughs> With Jonathan Aiken as our cox, who was six foot tall. Jonathan Aiken, yes, John he was,
2: was on, on the ropes, too. Was
0: he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, not a surprise. Yes, I mean it was interesting. Gorgeous I, mean, man. I, I got on quite well with Jonathan Aitken yeah, at no, the time. he, was, he, he uh, was very nice. He liked drinking and he liked having sex. Yeah, uh, yes. Not with each other, but you know, I was open yes, to it. that's okay. Um, it, but they, that that level, see, that level of postures, I didn't. I don't really know people like that. And he, he, they just had to live a different sort of life. He, the, he, of course, very he, Well, you yeah, know, they all just fucking each other.
1: Oh, he, he, they he, had, are. he had
0: daughters and he was at school, their daughters were at school with this other girl. And they said, you look really, the uh, Khashoggi's daughter, the oil baron's daughter. Oh, and they went, you know, you look very like, we could be sisters. Turned out they were sisters. because you. That's just what they do. They live a different life to us, but... It was weird, you know, he's the last person I expected to get on with. What
2: did you read at uh, Oxford? I did, well I
0: did history, but I I didn't really do anything except comedy. Right. That's what I, I just did comedy and then at the last minute thought, oh I better do some work. And yes. And then did the worst on that paper out of all the ones I didn't do any work on. <laughs> um, just sleep with people with good notes. That is my advice to any Students, sleep students.
2: With, Hang on. <laughs> did I hear that right? Sleep with people with good
0: notes. With good notes, yeah. So might go sleep with them and go, can I have your um, notes on slavery and emancipation, please? <laughs> yeah, here oh, you go, no, thank I, you. I misunderstood you. Yeah. So why you're having on, on sex, you're not taking <laughs> No, you're not taking that. <laughs>
2: Well, that too. I don't find I don't find analingus particularly <laughs> funny. Oh, go on then, give it a try. I'd give you five out of ten for that. Well, if anyone was taking notes, I,
0: would, I hope they were taking notes of my sexual performance at that time, which was not was not strong. I think you do yourself strong. down. Do you? I'm not, which is a great mean... trick. <laughs> I've got so much to learn, Tony. If only someone, yeah, could, well, teach me. Me, someone could teach me. Yeah, well, come to me, on the man. I'll give it a go. I'll try I'll try anything once. Uh, so, um, I'll ask you some emergency questions, which is uh, my stupid questions. Oh, okay. I want to ask you, I'm, I'm going to guess yes. Have you ever seen a ghost, Tony Slattery? No. Nope. Ah, oh, damn. If or you've never seen lying. a ghost. You'd think you'd have seen a ghost when, you were, when you'd had. No, loads why of cocaine. would you think that? Because you'd have been because off because your face. If you believe in God, you're a supernaturalist. <laughs> yeah. Just because most crazy people believe that
2: they've seen ghosts. <laughs> That's how I judge it. <laughs> in this modern world of yeah. psychiatry and medicine, <laughs> yeah. crazy. I'm
0: sorry, it very it's very offensive. reserved for paving. I'm very, I'm very... Sorry, most gay people think they've seen ghosts. You can't say, but you can't say that. What? You can't
2: say that anymore, can you? You just can't say you, that. You're not allowed you, to say you,
0: that you anymore. Can't say, you you can't can say, say that
2: in the past. You, you might as well just say, most arse bandits <laughs> have seen poltergeists. Um, I'll I was ask you this,
0: Tony, because it's been such a lovely interview, and thanks so much for coming in. <laughs> uh, I'd like to spoil it now by asking, have you ever tried to suck your own cock, Tony Slattery? Uh, yes. Yes. How did it go for you? Uh, well, just now. <laughs> <It was> okay. <laughs> but then I was called on. Okay. So I haven't finished yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out how that goes later on. Uh, and, uh... Well, let, let's well, it's good we had to get a couple of uh, emergency questions because okay. you're the, pr- the prime uh, improviser um you did, I mean, it was interesting in that you did you were, you'd mentioned you were in quite a lot of films in the in the eights and 90s so you're in Peter's friends I'd forgotten you're in the crying game which was yeah. like a huge film
2: oh that was a brilliant film I mean yeah. I had a sort of, you know um, relatively small part of it but wow Neil Jordan and what a powerful film yeah and yeah. remains so
0: sure sure yeah and Peter's friends, which which you, you were sort of again, it was interesting because you were cast as the outsider in that amongst all the the That's Cambridge right. toffs. It was a it was a film about Cambridge toffs all being mates together. That's and right. And then you, as the as even though you were a Cambridge graduate yourself,
2: you were. The I was I was cast uh, yeah. as the uh, outside uh, kind of um, sort of working class goof yeah. really and so that was interesting and i had to audition for it, fair and square i'd never met kenneth brannan before right. uh and it was a very happy song because i hadn't seen uh ever you know, for about eight years and right. it was it was it was it, w- it was, it, w- it, was it, it still it still stands up as a piece of writing mm-hmm. i really do think so and uh, it got very seriously oh all these cambridge people just Getting back together and wanking off, basically, <laughs> uh, to, to 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 their own pasts and privilege. But when you look back on it, it was actually about a film about a load of people who are entirely broken and wounded by life experience. And so I auditioned for Kenneth Branagh. I haven't seen him since, uh, and, uh, but he was a lovely director. And also, for a completely heterosexual man, he was the campus director <laughs> <laughs> I have ever, ever met. Because this was the first day on set where go, Antoine, Antoine. No, I mean audition. He said, Antoine, welcome. OK, uh, simple setup up here. Uh, walkie, walkie, walkie to Willie Wall. Uh, uh, um, go to Dorothy Doorknob, <laughs> open Dorothy Doorknob, over Kathy Carpet, and sit on a Silly Celia chair. Okay, and uh, studio and action. And I thought, what the ah, fuck is this all about? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was brilliant. It was uh, uh, fond memories, yes. yes. And Carry On Columbus? Oh, Carry On Columbus, yes, I was in. I think I was the sixth choice. Everyone else turned it down. I think the character was Smelly Messenger, number one. No, I think it did have a name. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm very proud to um, have to been in Because dis- it, it
0: destroyed the Carry On franchise. Was that the last no. Carry On film? No. <laughs> I, I looked at it
2: again, and actually, it's quite a, a very funny. F- yeah. Um, and also, it was just the idea... Because I grew up with carry-on films, I thought, oh, good, they're part of my uh, cultural uh, and viewing uh, heritage. And Robert Ross, of course, who's uh, doing a d- d- show with me, is, uh, has wrote, uh, written, sorry, rather uh, m- many books uh, on it, and he is uh, the expert. And there's talk of another one, yeah. and he even does his uh, uh, own show, because he's, he's the... Mm, man uh, who's who's uh... Got all the knowledge, yeah. so I remembered that. Yeah, but yeah, it, was a reasonable it, part. it
0: sort of feels like that generation, it could have been, you know, that could have been the new Carry On. It, it, there have been a few attempts to revive it. I it? think there have, but
2: you'd have to ask Robert, because, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I was uh, interviewed Sean Williamson, uh, who is uh, oh, B- yes. Barry from EastEnders, some people know him as. And, yes, you uh, did. he was like, they were right up for doing Carry On London to the point that he was signing photographs of himself as the character, and then it never happened. Oh, so so, yeah, did yeah. know that. But I think...
2: That's showbiz folks but you know
0: all of that because julian clary was was in carry on columbus yes, he you was. know and that you know it feels like they could have created a new a new uh it roster could it, films, could, so. it could, but, but i don't know and it
2: may well you know toute, uh, toute révolution révolution. Uh, uh, that's the point of the word revolution what comes out goes yeah. around to, yeah. uh, That's that's i always got I used, to, used to get a tick in o-level for saying that uh, oh, and, uh, uh, anyways, tell us,
0: we, we're going to have to wrap up unfortunately, sorry. Uh, so your show Saturday will get you nowhere, 3pm at Stand 3 from Tuesday I think, <laughs> Monday or Tuesday not today If you say so You're not. On, I don't think you're on today otherwise if you're on today you better rush uh, over there right oh, okay. now <laughs> uh, and will you be doing it, do you know what's coming up after Edinburgh, have you got uh, anything in the pipeline will you be
2: I don't know no? <laughs>
0: And uh, Tony will be out at the front uh, signing and selling some but stuff yes, as well. I, I, so, uh, I
2: never do this sort of thing. Yeah. But be funny. So, if you want well, to well say hello well, to Tony I hope after I don't the show? Turn into Jerry O'Bushee. Hi, your name's Jane. Well done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have you got your own uh, card machine? I've got my own card machine. I can take cards. You've on got my, your own a card machine. Card machine. Card machine. So people machine. can pay for me by. I'm just telling them they can pay by credit card. It was a clever way to get that in. <laughs> um, I believe my. You know, like most people do their gigs and then go and just sell stuff at the back out the plastic bag. That is what most people do. It's normal. They don't have people to help them because uh, they want to stay real. That's what it's about. So, ladies and gentlemen, we know you, everyone loves you, Tony. That's the, that's the thing that must come out of this year. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Slattery. You have been listening to Rahulastapa at the Ember Bridge with me, Richard Herring. Thank you to Pest for providing the music. Thank you to everyone at the Newtown Theatre and the Stand and everyone at GoFasterStripe.com. And the producer is James Hingley. This is a Sky, Potato, Fuzz and GoFasterStripe.com production. Go to Rahulastapa.co.uk to find out more. RichardHerring.com slash gigs to find out who my guests are for the rest of the run.